Our final question for today, when does one commit a venial sin? One commits a venial sin, which is essentially different from a mortal sin. When the matter involved is less serious or even if it is grave, when full knowledge or complete consent are absent, venial sin does not break the covenant with God, but it weakens charity and manifests a disordered affection for created goods. It impedes the progress of a soul in the exercise of the virtues and in the practice of moral good. It merits temporal punishments which purifies. For my personal reflection today, I will cover questions 394 through 396. Mortal sin completely severs the communion and friendship that we have with God. It removes the love of God from the person's heart and it makes the heart cold towards God and it is a turning away from God. And if a person dies in this state, he or she will surely be in for all eternity in hell. And this is one of the reasons why we need to make sure that we uh, seek the forgiveness from the church for our moral sins in the sacrament of penance and reconciliation. But more importantly, we need to repent of our mortal sins because we love God, because of our love for God and for our desire to be united with Him. We know that venial sins also wound the friendship with God, but there is still some of God's love that remains in our heart, in the heart of the person who is in a state of venial sin. But in the case of mortal sin, all love for God is extinguished in the heart of the person and unless they repent and turn back towards God's mercy, that is when they would be suffering for all eternity in the absence of God in hell, which we need to make sure that we educate ourselves and our friends and those we love so that we don't want any one person to head to that end. In order for a sin to be modeled, the person must be fully aware that what they are about to do is wrong and choose freely and with full knowledge and with full consent in a deliberate way. And also it should be a grave matter. Only then it's a mortal sin. And grave matters include violations of the Ten Commandments and also the chief commandments, the five chief uh, precepts of the church. And uh, since we already covered these distinctions and these commandments in prior segments, uh, I will move on to reading Catechism of the Catholic Church, paragraph 1861, that talks about mortal sin. Mortal sin is a radical possibility of human freedom, as is love itself. It results in the loss of charity and the privation of sanctifying grace, that is, of the state of grace, if it is not redeemed by repentance and God's forgiveness. It causes exclusion from Christ's kingdom and the eternal death of hell. For our freedom has a power to make choices forever with no turning back. However, although we can judge that an act is it itself a grave offense, we must entrust judgment of persons to the justice and mercy of God. So one must not judge whether a person has committed a mortal sin that is up to God to judge. 
uh, of course in the sacraments um, the priest if they um, uh, identify the person has committed a mortal sin would give them the appropriate uh, penance but uh, it is important to know that uh, we should not be judging each other we can judge acts but we should never judge the person and venial sins are less serious offenses and are usually done out of human weakness and result of bad habits or a slip up uh, or committing a grave sin but without full knowledge without full consent and not deliberately often i wonder which soul would deliberately want to head to hell most people will want to choose god and to be with him forever but uh, i have had conversations with several people especially who are working with people who are in their final moments and they know of many people who actually in, in full consents and with full knowledge and they choose to not go with god but to choose to go away from god you do either through despair or through uh, for other reasons so we know that it is possible that there is a more opportunity for conversion all the way until the last moment of a person's uh life here on earth but after that it is forever there is no turning back and that should motivate us to lead holy and virtuous lives but more importantly we want to lead holy and virtuous lives because we love god for the love of god i'd like to read a, uh, about uh sins of the venial sins by saint augustine quoted in the catechism of the catholic church paragraph 1863 while man is in the flesh man cannot help but have at least some light sins but do not despise these sins which are called light if you take them for light when you weigh them tremble when you count them a number of light objects makes a great mass a number of drops fills a river a number of grains makes a heap what then is our hope above all confession so that is by the great saint augustine who had a tremendous dramatic conversion of heart in his lifetime through the intercession of his mother saint monica and finally sins against the holy spirit in the catechism of the catholic church 1864 therefore i tell you every sin and blasphemy will be forgiven men but the blasphemy against the spirit will not be forgiven there are no limits to the mercy of god but anyone who deliberately refuses to accept his mercy by repenting rejects the forgiveness of his sins and the salvation offered by the holy spirit such hardness of heart can lead to final impenitence and eternal loss so with that i conclude my reflection for today i hope you all have a blessed day and thank you for listening